What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Start With Today podcast. My name is Jeff Schaefer, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in today. For those of you who don't know, Start With Today was founded upon the idea that we can't go back and change our past. We can't look forward into the future and predict exactly what's to come and know every single step that we'll face along the way. But what we can do is take each day as a gift, enjoy the people God's place in our lives, enjoy every moment, and most of all, take advantage of every opportunity He gives us. I can't wait to dive into today's episode. I hope it speaks to you. I hope it encourages you. And I hope you'll join us next week. So with that being said, let's jump in and let's start with today. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to episode five of the Start With Today podcast. I'm excited you decided to join us today. Uh, I got something cool to talk about today, I think. Uh, It's a topic that I think gets overlooked a lot, but yet is one that we all tend to do whether we realize it or not. And in fact, when I was kind of living my life this way, I didn't realize it. And so I'm kind of going to tag tag along off uh, last week's message and, or last week's talk, whatever you want to call it, where I was talking about my testimony and the, and the mistakes I'd made, the alcohol, the relationship issues, and, and kind of just living very recklessly, I guess. Um, and as I got into it at the end a little bit, I, I talked about, you know, being able to speak And, you know, getting involved at a church, being able to speak in the youth ministry, the young adult ministry, obviously having the podcast and now trying to do the work that I'm, I'm doing. And it's funny because since I've started speaking, I've had a lot of people almost call me hypocritical or laugh when I tell them I'm doing what I'm, you know, doing, or I I had a message once sent to me from somebody, I, I posted a story of one of the first messages I gave. And I said, you know, I'm so blessed and and grateful. And I got a message that literally said, OMG, stop, like, please unadd me or something, which first of all, I was like, okay, you could just hit the unfollow button. But regardless, there are a lot of people who knew me before that were like, oh, well, you did all this. So what you're doing now, doesn't matter. Like nobody's going to take you seriously. And I just think that's really ironic. And so I kind of want to dive into that today from a just humane perspective, a social perspective. And then also, obviously, of course, I'm going to put a a spiritual perspective on it and give kind of a biblical example. Um, It's actually a story that I've shared and and preached about before. Um, But I just kind of want to, first of all, set the set the ground for this episode. And I want to talk about the idea of, you know, we hear, oh, you live and you learn, or, you know, learn from your mistakes. And that's so true. And they're so cheesy. But it's it's very you know sound advice and it, and it's a great way to live your life. But what I, what I think is really important within that live and learn is there's an aspect that gets overlooked, and that's the difference between you know not forgetting and not regretting. Because here's here's how I look at it: we we don't want to forget about the mistakes we've made or the things we've been through in the past, the things that we fought through, but we also don't want to live in regret. We don't want to live our whole lives regretting the things that have happened in the past because we can't change that. And that's such a focal point of this show. And I, and I talk about it so much, but why would you, you know, why would we want to live our lives still stuck in the past and worrying about stuff that is completely out of our control or mistakes that we made years ago or months ago and, and allow that to dictate how we live the rest of our lives? A lot of us, including myself, I'm guilty of this, and, I, and I've done it plenty of times, is you know, we allow our past to define how we live currently and how we plan out our future. You know, And that's the part that's living in regret. We're allowing the things that have happened in the past to dictate the rest of our lives, like I just said. 
and we let the world, society, peers, you know, friends, quote unquote, dictate and tell us who we are and who we should be and consistently feel like we have something to prove, which I'm here to tell you, nobody has anything to prove. Each of us are are our own person. And in my opinion, we serve one God and he's already forgiven us for our mistakes. We're already saved and have new life in him. So there is nothing to prove. There's room to grow and there's room to improve, but there's nothing to prove. And so I think what happens is when we feel this pressure and when we constantly are being told and hear how we're supposed to be living or what we're supposed to be doing, is that causes us to look back on our past and, oh man, I did this wrong and I shouldn't have done it like that. Or, oh, I wish I could go back and change that. Okay, well, stop because you can't. (laughs) Just That's a thought that it's so hard to get out of your head and it took me forever, but there's nothing you can go back and do. But let me, let me break down the difference between what I mean by don't forget and don't regret. So when I talk about don't forget, one of the first things that comes to mind is obviously remember the things you've gone through. Remember whether it's remember that bad relationship. Remember, in my case, when I was hooked on alcohol to cope. Remember the time that you got in a fight with that person. Remember the time that you were struggling financially. It's okay to remember those. In fact, it's good to remember those things. But the next point that I'm going to discuss is kind of the most important thing of that, and that's obviously to learn from those things. And and remember how you got through them. You want to you want to remember the way that you fought through it, the way that God brought you through it. Who were the people that surrounded you and backed you up and walked with you through that through that valley? What were the things you did mentally or physically that helped you get through that? And maybe it was just something that you had to be patient with. Well, what did you do to take up the time instead of just sitting there being upset about something? What did you do to fill the time where you were waiting for that storm to pass? And so this whole umbrella of not forgetting in those points I just shared, that leads me to say, use these things to grow and improve. It is okay. In fact, I would recommend and I'm pretty sure anybody would, to learn from the mistakes you've made in the past and not just the mistakes, but the things that have gone wrong, some of the worst seasons of your life. Use those to grow and improve, not only yourself, but the people around you. Teach people, help people, walk with people. Be the person that you needed when you were going through that season. And the next time, You'll be able to get through the next obstacle easier because you're already prepared for the next fight because you've already been through it. That doesn't mean it's going to be easier, but you're prepared this time and you have things that you can use to try and get through this. And now I know every situation's different. I know that most likely you're never going to face the same thing twice, exactly the same thing. But what you can do is use the things that you've learned from previous mistakes, previous hardships, previous obstacles, and apply those to the current one. And I promise you, you won't be shaken because you've been through it and you got through it. So then then I want to turn to the other side. And, and this, of course, is the, is the part that I said, you know, don't live in regret. 
So what does that mean, Jeff? You sound like a ding dong. Well, and when I, I want to clarify something. When I say don't regret, I don't mean like be like, wow, I really hurt that person. I don't regret it though. I don't mean that. Obviously, you don't want to hurt people and you should obviously feel remorse and and wish you handled the situation differently. I'm saying don't live in that regret. Don't be so hard on yourself that you're going to let that control the rest of your life. So that's the first point that I have under don't regret. Don't live each day wishing you could change the past. I spent months of my life wishing I could do that, wishing I could change my scenario, wishing I could go back and fix things. We can't. (laughs) So don't do that because you're wasting your own time and energy and you're not going to be aware or ready for the next thing God wants to do in your life because you're too busy focusing on the past and the mistake, which in fact was a season that God was using to prepare you for what he wants to do next. But if you're too busy wishing you could change that, you're going to miss the opportunity right in front of you. The next point I have is don't let people tell you that you are a product of your mistake. That one hits a little close to home for me because that's exactly what happened. When I messed up my relationship, I had so many people call me, and I'm not going to repeat it, but I had a lot of people call me some pretty vulgar things and tell me that, oh, I always knew you were this, and and you're never going to be this, and this is what you're going to be remembered for. And the funny thing is, I have never heard another word about it since. Because it wasn't the past that people were seeing. It was what they were hearing. It was them holding on to something that I'd made a mistake. I'd admitted my wrong. And as I shared last week, I went public with it. So it's out there. But what people now see is what I've done with that mistake. I've learned from it. And not just simply my relationship mistakes, but again, the alcohol, the, you know, depending on people for fulfillment. I don't do that anymore. And I've used that now to do what you're hearing through your ears right now is to help encourage others to not live their lives that way and to use the things that I've learned, again, whether in a spiritual manner or just in a humane manner. So it's funny because I don't hear about that mistake anymore unless I bring it up to somebody and want to talk about it because that's not in anybody's head right now. And here's why. Because I annoy people with my Instagram stories. All right, next point. So the next point I have is, is don't live in fear of the past repeating itself because the next time you'll know what to do. When you regret something, when you know you messed up, when you know there was a time in your life that you went through something you never want to go through again, it is human to worry that it's going to happen again, that you're going to screw up again, that you're going to hurt somebody again. And that's something that we can't live with. Because if it does happen again, like I said in the last section, you will be prepared. It doesn't mean it's going to be easier, but you'll be prepared, you'll be ready, and you're not going to be as shaken as you were the first time because you know that you can and will get through this. And that's where I want to bring in the spiritual aspect because a lot of times, whether you realize it or not, it's not just you getting yourself through it. In fact, I would say about 100% of the time, it isn't just you getting you through it. God's walking with you through the entire thing. 
and I want to get a little personal here and share a story and kind of going off how I started the episode and I talked about, you know, I started to speak and people were, oh, nobody's taking you seriously. You did this and getting the message I got. I remember the first time I was asked to speak down at one church in the young adult group and it was something I wasn't sure if I wanted to do because I truly didn't believe that I was qualified to do so. Because up until that point, even though I'd been baptized and even though I'd really started my walk with God and and just been living my life for him, I still had heard so much about, Jeff, you did this and that's always going to be, you know, part of your, part of your story. That's something people are going to remember. And I always held on to that. And so when I was asked to speak, I was like, I can't go up there. I'm the last person that should be up there. And it's funny because I prayed and prayed and prayed and I just felt God say, no, you're exactly who's going to be up there. Because then it was, it was time for me to use what I'd been through, use the tools he'd given me and the experiences he'd given me to bless other people. Even after I started speaking and I was, you know, sharing it or people would hear about it, I was still called a hypocrite. I was still told that nobody was going to listen to what I had to say. I was still told that. I was full of crap or whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And it's funny to me because I just, at that point I tuned it out because I knew that what I'd gotten through was going to be used to better so many other people's lives and be used for a much higher purpose because I wasn't going to live in fear of it happening again. I wasn't going to live my whole life wishing I could go back and change it because it's already done. What I have done, though, is spent each day trying to grow from it, trying to learn, trying to step into the purpose God has for my life because he brought me through those things. And if that story doesn't relate to you or you still think I'm, I'm full of it, let's go to God's word and see what he says about it. This story originally takes place in Exodus 2, um, 11 through 15 and a few other places throughout the book, but there's a really good summarized version in Acts 7. There's a man named Moses, and he was walking around, and these two guys were, were in a fight. And he got involved, tried to split it up, and eventually just ended up killing one of them. He murdered somebody. Moses assumed that people were going to know exactly what he did. People were going to remember him for you know, killing somebody. And it was the next day he went back and found the two guys fighting, tried to break it up again. And somebody jumped in and said, Hey, aren't you the guy that killed somebody? Again, he was being told who he was. He was being told he was a product of his mistake. What did God do? Years later, God, who in the old Testament didn't communicate one-on-one very often. He spoke to Moses in the form of a burning bush and told him that he was going to use him to free his people from Egypt. Let's rewind. God chose a murderer to help save people. Irony, right? Because when I started my walk with God and read that for the first time, I was like, this can't be right. No, it shouldn't be that way. Because in society... When you screw up, in my case, when I did what I did, people instantly ruled me out. Nope, you can't talk about the Bible now, and you can't be up there in a position of leadership because you've screwed up too many times. 
God sees it the complete opposite. God will take you for who you are, where you're at, and use you for exactly what he wants to, to better his kingdom and to get you into the purpose that he has for you. And that is the point of my episode today. And it's kind of short and sweet. And I know I've been all over the place, but I will say this is something I'm so passionate about because firsthand I've witnessed how the grace of God has no regard for what you've done in your past. It's that powerful that he says, you know what? I know what you've done, but let's use that. And I'm still going to use you because you now have a story to tell and you're prepared and equipped to go change lives and bring people home. So my encouragement to you is, regardless of where you're at in life, regardless of what your mistakes are, I promise you nothing you've done in life is too bad or too severe for you to be accepted into the kingdom of God. If faith is not your thing, let me say this. People cannot define you based off what you've done simply because they do not know the changes that you've gone through internally. Your job or our job as people is again to learn from those mistakes and not just man okay i messed up i shouldn't do it again no learn it apply it to your life and go help other people who are going through the same thing and be aware of it next time that a similar situation or another situation comes into your path and be ready to handle it in a completely different way because you know what mistake you made the first time It's crazy how often I hear people say, oh man, like years ago I did this. so, So many times I hear people talking about the past and don't spend enough time talking about what they're doing now because they've become so caught up in the past and things that have happened months ago, years ago, that they can't even enjoy the day that God's given them now. You know, this podcast, like I said, it's called Start With Today for a boatload of reasons. And one of them is exactly that. It is a gift. We are not promised tomorrow. The gift of life is is incredible. Are we making the most of it? Are we learning from our mistakes? Are we using that to help others and to better ourselves, to be a better husband, to be a better boyfriend, to be a better son, to be a better friend? Because we aren't promised tomorrow. So the importance of not living in regret, but also not forgetting what's happened in our past is so important because it will severely make a difference in the remainder of your life and how you go about things. Let me close in this. As somebody who has screwed up very bad, who has hurt a lot of people and has been redeemed only because of God, I just want to say that please don't allow anybody or anything from your past to diminish your hope for what you can be in the future. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, because I'm here to tell you the last thing I thought I'd be doing is speaking to high school and middle school kids about Jesus, speaking to college students about Jesus or having a podcast that has gone far beyond where I ever thought it could. But it's only because of God. It's only because instead of living in regret and spending time worrying and living in fear of what was going to happen as as a result of my past, I instead learned from it and said, okay, let's move forward and see what we can do with it. 
So folks, I just really encourage you to plug into that. I encourage you to read Acts 7, 23 through 36 and read that story yourself. It's very powerful, I promise you. I want to thank you so much for listening again. I'm looking forward to this summer and being able to continue to just grow the show and improve it. I'm happy to say today that we've officially reached over seven countries. God's taken this far beyond where I thought it would go. And I want to continue to allow him to speak through me to all you guys who listen and those who see it. So I just want to say again how much your support means. I can't thank you enough. And I just want to encourage you that next time you find yourself thinking about something you've done in the past or a rough part of your life or somebody you've hurt, that you decide you're going to start with today and you're going to use that to improve. Not to prove yourself, not to live in fear of it happening again, but to be prepared and equipped for the next time a tough season comes into your life. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next Monday.